It's what you learn after you know it all that counts. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part two of John Maxwell, and he's talking to us about our attitude. Here's John. Let me tell you a story. I pastored for several years in San Diego, a large church out there, and we saw tremendous growth, and, and I, I was probably at about my 10th year, and, um, and at this time I'm, I'm writing a lot of books, and I'm traveling a lot, even internationally some, and I'm very tired, and, and when I get tired, I, I, I get impatient. It's, that's not a good quality, it's a terrible quality, but I, I have a tendency to be impatient. And the church needed to have some decisions made, of which I usually had the elders to process them very well. And in my impatience, I just made the decision, said, oh, forget it. We'll just, I just make them, let's go. And I've been there for 10 years, and church had grown, and, and I had their leadership, and I knew that. And, and so I just made the decision, and, which was a terrible mistake, because the people had never seen me make a decision without consulting and praying and doing the whole work. And, and so they started to kind of say, what, what, Pastor, what, what you doing there? What, what, what did you do that for? And instead of, me, instead of me backing off and having that teachable spirit I'm talking about, I got defensive. And I said, what do you mean? I, I've been here for 10 years. Come on, let's go, folks. Let's get with it. You know, quit complaining. And, and, and there, there was just a spirit of uneasiness in the congregation for a couple of weeks. And, and, I, and I was preparing a message, and, and I, was, I was just a little, to be honest with you, ticked at the people. And, and so I, I'm over in the Old Testament, because I love that passage, especially when it's in this kind of a setting, where Moses, the people, when Moses was leading the children of Israel, they started complaining a lot. And I, the, you know, remember the passage in the Bible where they complained, and, and one day the earth opened up and swallowed them up. I thought, oh dear God, this is a timely message. And so I began working on this wonderful message of how God swallows up people who complain and I, I'm just writing, and I'm so excited, and it's just so good. And when I'm done, I think, oh, yes, yes, please, Sunday, come quickly, Sunday, come quickly. I've got to preach this message, and I'm, I mean, oh, I'm ready to go. And the next day, I'm looking at it again, kind of really reworking the notes because there's a couple other zingers I think I can put in there. <laughs> and God speaks to me. He says, John, the message isn't for the congregation. I said, well, who's it for? <laughs> Don't ask God that question. <laughs> He'll tell you. He said, John, it's for you. You're the problem. You're the one that has the bad attitude. You're the one that made the leadership mistake. You've thrown the people of curve. You're the problem. The message is for you. Well, I looked at that message. I said, well, I've got to get me another message for Sunday. No, 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 no. He said, no, no. I want you to preach that one. In fact, I want you to preach it as hot and heavy as you were going to when you thought it was for them. And then at the end of the message, I want you to repent and ask their forgiveness. And I'm saying, Lord, let's talk. I know you're coming back sometime. Are there any odds of you coming back before Sunday? That morning I went out and preached that message hot and heavy like I had planned to for them. And at the end I wept. I just wept. And I said, look, I'm the pro you're not the problem. I'm the problem. 
fact, it reminds me of my wife, Margaret, when, when my attitude gets out of whack, because I've written five attitude books. When my attitude gets out of whack, she looks at me and says, she doesn't say that. She just goes to my library and pulls out one of my attitude, and brings, it, brings me one of my books and says, you need to read this book. A, a, a teachable spirit is, is a person that says, okay, approach me, talk to me. I, I, I'm not going to be defensive. Talk to me. God, you talk to me. Love. And, and Paul says, if you, want to, if you want to live a fulfilled life, you fill your mind with a teachable spirit. Always, it's, it's what you learn after you know it all that counts. And let me say this. A lot of Christians are educated way beyond the level of their obedience. So don't, 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 try, don't try to explain God until you understand him. And in understanding God, it's that teachable spirit. Okay, number two, we've got to go on. Number two, take responsibility. People with a great attitude, they take responsibility for their attitude. They, they look and they say, I am responsible for my attitude. Okay, they take responsibility for it. This is huge. And Paul talks about how do you do that? How, how do you and I take responsibility for the attitude we have? He says three things. One, Fill your mind on good things. In other words, you're the one that determines how you fill your mind. You're the one that determines what you fill your mind with. You're the, you're the one that determines what you read. You're the one that determines who you hang with. Fill your mind with good things. Number two, meditate on good things. In other words, let it marinate in your mind and in your spirit. In other words, look at it and, and let, it, let, let it work through you and let it work in you and it, let, let it work you over. And thirdly, he said, then practice, practice good things. That's huge. Fill your mind with good things. Meditate on good things. Practice good things. And the Apostle Paul says that's how you begin to take risk. I'm responsible to fill my mind. I'm responsible to, to let it marinate and meditate on those things. And I, I'm, I'm responsible to. He said, take responsibility for your attitude. Now, the baloney story, you get the rest of the story. Guy's working with his buddy on construction. It's lunch. Opens his lunch pail. He sees a bologna sandwich in his lunch pail, and he goes off. I mean, he, he said, bologna sandwich. This is the fourth time this week I've had a bologna sandwich. I hate bologna sandwiches. Why do I always have to have a bologna sandwich in my lunch pail? And the guy beside him, he's just looking at him. He says, calm down, go, relax. We're, hey, come on, chill. Take a pill. Come on, come on. Listen, he says, it can't be that bad, buddy. When you go home tonight, talk to your wife. Say that you don't like bologna sandwiches. Ask her to put some. He said, leave my wife out of it. I make my own sandwiches. <laughs> Most of the bologna that you have in your life, you packed it. You put it in there, baby. Your spouse didn't put it in there. Your boss didn't put it in there. Where you live didn't put it in there. What your income didn't put it in there. No, no, no. You and I are responsible. And Paul says, take responsibility for your attitude. Number three, okay. He says, possess a teachable spirit. Take responsibility for your attitude. Number three, he says, travel the high road. You see, God chooses what we go through, but we choose how we go through it. And in verse eight, he tells us, how to travel this high road. Fill your minds, he says, and meditate on, here we go, here's high road, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Travel the high road. In other words, I cannot always determine what happens to me, but I can always determine what happens in me. I can't control life. 
But I can control my attitude. I can control my response to life. And there are people that take the high road and they treat people better than what they've been treated. And there are people that take the low road. And, and what, I've, what I've witnessed is the, the two people can be in the same environment and one's taking high road and one's taking low road. One has a good attitude and one has a bad attitude. And they're in the same environment, same, same home, in the same workplace. And you look at it, and that's when you realize that it's not the workplace or the home that determines the attitude. It's the person that determines the attitude. I have, let me read this to you. I love this. This is a laminated card. Let me explain something about laminated cards. Whenever I pull a laminated card out, it is good. <laughs> Understand that? I, when, I, I, when I like something, I laminate it. That's just, I, I, just, I, and it, I think it just makes it holy, to be honest with you. <laughs> if I had been Moses up on Mount Sinai at the Ten Commandments, I'd have laminated those. Yes, I, I would have put them on a stone. Those babies break. You understand? They break. They break. I'd have had laminated cards on the Ten Commandments. That was John Maxwell, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under John Maxwell, The Power of Your Attitude. You can find out more information about John at his website, johnmaxwell.com. And he's got lots and lots of resources, lots and lots of trainings. He's just a really great leader and he is a leader of leaders. So hope you have a great day and I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.